plus. Parents strongly caution, some material may contain some shit like cussing. This rating can be highly inappropriate for kids under 13. This content may include some more cussing, highly suggestive violence, some drinking, and you know the rest. Let's get to the show. All righty, everybody. PG-13 Plus coming at you one more time. Back to back to back to back. We here again. About to turn it up, you know. It's, you know we said we was going to be back. And we here. Here we are, PG-13 Plus, the podcast. There we go. Energy right there. Always get started off, you know. It's always like how we, how we start the podcast with the energy. Best way to do it. Uh, as usual, follow us on all social media platforms. I'm at PG thirteen the podcast. PG thirteen the podcast. Dramatic pause. Always gotta have it. Um, and then please also make sure to give us a five star review. Let us know what you think. Um, and send us in questions. We love to answer your questions and you know interact with y'all. That's all we building this for us. Interact with the people. You know, just kind of talk about life and talk about things. So can't talk about nothing if y'all ain't giving us nothing to talk about. You know, simple, just like that. Um, but we still can go on the news because it's always a good place to get some things to talk about, of course. Um, and yeah, just get everything started. So we already did our welcomes as that usual. Got the song of the episode. Um, you know, originally when I made this, it was uh, I originally originally had a Chief Keep on here, Salsa Chamberlain. I still wanted to mention that because Chief Keep is still you know one of my goats. So I always got to play Chief Key, Salsa Chamberlain. Y'all check it out if y'all ain't never heard it. But if you ain't never heard it, I'm a little mad at you because it's Keith. You should have heard of Keith by now. Go crazy. We love Keith. Always. But the real song of the episode, this actually was a late submission. Got sent it, but I originally was the person that introduced this song to this person. It was a Bob Boat by Rusty Five Nine um, featuring J. Cole, one of the best J. Cole mm-hmm. features in J. Cole's feature. Listen, and as you can hear and have heard, hopefully, if you're hopefully listening to J. Cole, you ain't got to be a fan. He has some good features. So, J. Cole really here to shout out. Um, Bob Blow Blow. Um, Rusty Five Nines, also not a bad artist. If you never listened to Rusty Five Nine, he's pretty cool. When did this song uh, get released? Oh, this is a few years ago. Mm. I'm about to say, because if you bringing up J. Cole features and saying it's the best one in some songs. Gotta know which was. Oh yeah, so this is uh 2018, 2018. So. I was about to say 2014, 2015. J Cole was he was popping. Yeah. So listen, listen to the song and, and come back to me. See, just just his verse. Worst five nine is good, but just J Cole's verse when it starts and ends, it's just how he came in it. He kind of came in not singing, but like he came in crazy. And his lyrics was pretty nice too. And then like there's a whole video and thing with it. Y'all check it out too. Bob Lo Boat featuring J Cole. You really just put J Cole and it's gonna pop up. What Cole flow would you say he kind of similar with that in, like from um, one of his songs? Kind of a little bit. One of my favorite songs by J. apparently. So kind of like that flow, but mm-hmm. also he kind of has. Um, That's a good song. He gets in. He gets in kind of to a later flow. He's kind of like, like he says, um, "I'm." Oh, dang, I forgot the lyrics, but basically he comes to this one part where he like skips kind of thing like that, where he says something, a little bit of pause, kind of raps like that. So. Um, I love that when he kind of gets into his lyrics and like really drop, like, kind of like he get into his bag for real. But then he also kind of can, you know, he he ain't it ain't just all he plays with your emotions too with the music, and I think that's really what this song did too. It's kind of the whole story of it, and it's kind of just a nice, nice little song. So, 
I can see I'm passionate about J. Cole. Cause he's J. Cole. The GOAT. He loves J. Cole. You know. Uh, so, general discussion. Um, we going, you know, as always, per usual, we're going to start with the check-ins. Um, you know, I always group one out of ten. Let us know how I'm mental doing, how we feeling. So, I'm going to start it off, of course. Uh, right now, I'm feeling like a good, uh, eh, go with an eight. Uh, you know, we we doing pretty good. You know, life ain't no, nothing to complain about. Kind of just been moving with every day. Getting better, different things like that. Um, had to be Bob the Builder Monday. Had to build my bed and furniture. My family was going crazy. Was a lot of building. Of Process of moving in for sure. So that was some building. But finally got everything how I wanted. Got the room nice. Going to get the rest of the stuff today. You know, we finna just be live. Kind of trying to get everything how I wanted. So that's why I say I'm an ape. You know, life going good. No mental stuff. Um, I got a got a PS5 for my birthday, which is all I wanted really for this whole year. So that's welcome all I to the game. Really happy about that. That's all I needed. Yeah, it's next level, new life. Really, I feel like I've awakened. Feel like I'm truly myself now. You know, didn't know who Dylan was before PS Five, but I know who Dylan is oh after this PS Five. So, yeah. hey. remember that. Remember that. All right. Uh, how you feeling, Nick? Um, I would give myself an eight as well. Uh, Dill and Big Birthday just passed, so it was a good time. Yeah. Uh, cheers yeah. to more life. Gang, gang, twenty-two savage. And, uh, <laughs> Not 22 gang, savage. Gang. Hey, but yeah, can't complain. Living life. Mm-hmm. Say less. All right. Um. So yeah, we always gonna start with the music, of course, or the music. You know, you kind of really listen to that stuff. Um. So what you been listening to? Always our question to start. Uh. Really, ironically, these last few days. I've been only listening to one person. Well, besides, I listen to Lucky occasionally, too, when I'm in my game mode. But I've been listening to one other person. His name is actually King Carson. Uh, my roommate, uh, Dre, he was on episode two, kind of tell me about him. And I've been kind of listening to him. He kind of messes with a flow that I like. So, you know, he's pretty interesting. I ain't got no complaints about him right now. He's been going pretty crazy. He kind of like similar to like a Playboy Cardi rap style, kind of just that SoundCloud rap. And I really, I really like SoundCloud. I've been listening to a lot of that stuff. So um, I really been, that's really all I've been listening to. He, uh, in his concerts, you ever get a chance to go on YouTube or Twitter, search up his concerts, he damn some live ass concerts. And those be teasing. I gotta go to one of them. Them tickets be sold out though, but I'm gonna try to go to one soon. Been listening to lately, Nick. Um, so I really have been listening to a lot of no copyright music just cause I've been streaming a lot, cause you know, hashtag gaming. Yeah, and then just in like one of the games that I am doing, I had named all my people based off the album, so that kind of helped me like dig into some past stuff. And some of the names is like Humble Beast, G Herbo, uh, Without Warning, you know, Twenty One Savage with his old one. Um, who else we had? Uh, we had Nothing to Prove, Lil Yachty, um, Slime Ball Three with Young Moody. Um, we had Harder Than Ever, Lil Baby, uh, Activated T Grizzly, <laughs> uh, Love Is Rage, some True Lil Uzi, if you ever really miss with him. Uh, we got, uh, what else, what else we got? Let me see. It's an album, 21 Savage Ode, and then we had a few more, but those are just some of the, the top ones that really caught my attention, and I went back and just thought, like, 21 Savage had some hits, for sure. Without Warning was a classic yeah, to me when I looked back and checked it out. That's 21. 
Yeah, that was. And then it's an album too. It was just like that little slight chill vibe that we needed at the time when it dropped. A lot of cool songs with some savage lyrics. Mm-hmm. That's how you use. How you use. All right. Uh, so next up, we're gonna get into new music. Uh, so we always gonna have you know, I was kind of going to look at what was coming out um, in a few weeks. What's already come out um, a few days as well, and kind of just see what we got listening to. So these next ones are for the week of August fifth. Some have already came out. Um, some of them haven't. So we'll kind of just go with that. So first off, we got um, DJ Khaled with uh, Drake and Lil Baby on um, Stand Alive. Um, you know, usual Drake and Lil Baby. Cool song. Yeah, yeah, I mess with yeah. it. I mess with it. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't nothing too crazy. Yeah. DJ Khaled usually puts yeah. people together that you normally wouldn't just see, so I can appreciate it. Um, NBA Young Boy, last um, Slime Toe. <laughs> Slime Two. <laughs> I really, I can't. Album. I like it. It's Young Boy for sure. Yeah, I was gonna say it's Young Boy. So. He does what he does. That's what he does, literally. Most definitely. Um, Trippy Red, Big 14, featuring Offset, Moneybag Yo. Um, this is a different song for Trippy, I'd say. Moneybag Yo feature, kind of. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Offset, you know, Offset, you know, he's, he does what he does. Two rappers that's going to drill it. They're yeah. going to bring it on you for sure. Mm-hmm. And I like the feature for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have you heard the song? Uh, no, nah, I haven't. I, sure. I was going to say, I didn't know how Trippy sounded on that. Because yeah, that is some. A nice collab from three artists. Yeah, you gotta, I'm, I'm gonna check it out on the way back. I'm just listening to this. Um, next up, we got uh, Eminem, Curtain Call 2, Greatest Hits album. You know, just kind of, you know, Eminem's still putting stuff out, but he's kind of at that point where he just puts it in, things out. You like Eminem? You ever listen to Eminem? Uh, yeah. He got Eminem? some songs, I've heard for sure. I had an Eminem phase when I was younger. I used to listen to all Eminem. It's crazy. Crazy, crazy ass nigga. Well, not nigga. But his videos know. and even well, I ain't gonna say movies. His his one movie and then his videos, how he portrays stuff is just crazy. Yeah, he's he's an insane human being for sure. So, yeah. um, the weekend best friends remix featuring Summer Walker. Um, I think you know the weekend just the, I really I haven't paid attention to the weekend in a while. Like I, I'm not gonna say I don't like. I don't like to say I'm not gonna say I dislike the weekend. I just don't really be listening to him as late lately. See, I was big uh, weekend when he was really hitting hard R&B because I feel like he had the real talent for that. Not saying that his pop side is not good, but he does do a lot of pop, dancey kind of songs now. And that's just not my daily listening. But he, they still do decent, good songs in there for sure. I feel like he switched up his style a little early. Cause it kind of kept going on what was getting where he was at for a little bit, and then he switched up a little. I mean, you know? or at least have mixes. I like. feel like his his fan group is more pop though. Like even people that do like the R and B style, I feel like the pop crowd is way more. Like he has a way yeah. bigger audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true. Now I think. Yeah. Next up, we got being the butcher. Times is rough. I'm produced by DJ Premier. You know, being, you ever heard of Benny Butcher? Benny Butcher, Gazelda, anything oh, like that? The name sounds familiar. I can't remember a song personally that I would know off the top of my head. Makes sense, makes sense. Yeah, they just a group out of, um, if I remember right, they're out of Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo, New York. Yeah, Buffalo. So, 
um, Jeremy Griselda. Um, he's our first cousin of the West Side Gun. She's kind of that whole um, conglomerate. Mexican Alma family. Is that an album or a track that they released? What? Uh, Time is a Oh, that's a song. So it's a single by uh, by uh, Living the Daydream. Kind of just a little song. They're actually pretty Conway the Machine. Nice little chill group. Uh, next up, we got Lil Tecca, Faster. Um, I don't really listen to Lil Tecca no more. Mm-hmm. He, he had a good phase, though. He had some good music when he was coming mm-hmm. out. Time when he had it, it kind of has for me. Oh, uh, why be in the mirror where I'm from? Uh, I haven't checked. It's been crazy because they all started off young, so they just grown up. <clears throat> Still, you know, I'm at the same high they had when they was the kids. Um, this was coming out August 8th, so actually, did just already come out. Um, young Nudie, EA Monster. I'm a big movie fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a chance to listen to it. I've been a little too busy doing on King Carson, but I'm going to hop on that Hootie album soon. I'm really trying to hear what you're talking about. I've had it in the background before, but I've been just watching it like I need to. But I can do that with my Nudie because I'm a continuous composer and rock out. Yep. Uh, in the rotation, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um. Next up, August 12th, so he's going to be coming out in about on um, days. Yeah, two days. Friday. Friday, yeah. Yeah. Friday so, drops. Yep. Uh, Rye Wave, uh, Beautiful Mind. Uh, I'm, not gonna lie, I'm not really a Rye Wave fan. Mm-hmm. I've never really been a Rye Wave fan. Not really a fan of <laughs> the big nigga singing. Oh my gosh. The only reason I say that is because there's other big niggas who also sing that I'm not a fan of. Mm-hmm. I won't be tuning in, but I know there's some views out there. Your favorite rapper, Broadway. So yeah. he's dropping. Make sure you tune yeah. in. I didn't say it was bad. I just don't fuck with him. But you know, if you need them, you can see your heart unlocked. Broadway got it for you. Heart on Ice. That was the name of them. Heart on Ice. Yeah. You got your heart still on ice. Listen to me. Um, the game, dramatic. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think about the, the gorge real quick. Yeah, hard on ice, hard on ice. Nah, I don't think I can't breathe. What is it? It's hard on ice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I ain't gonna hold him now, man, you know? I didn't think you would. I just didn't know what you were saying. I definitely haven't heard the song. Before. Yeah, he had a little Dirk feature. Yeah, hard on ice. That's the reason I listen to it, because of Dirk. There we go. See, it all connects. Shout out to Lil Dirk. Uh, the Game, Dramatic, uh, Mind vs. Heart, and the album for those who still listen to The Game. Uh, same with the rest of 5-9, The Heaven Experience, Volume 1. Like I said, listen to that song with him and J. Cole, for sure, but you know the rest of 5-9 for him. Bro. You ain't got to become an avid listener. But, you know. Still come up with an album. Um, next thing in music news, uh, this is kind of also an announcement, but you know, there's no release date yet. But uh, Lil Wayne announced he's dropping the Carter Six. Um, I remember the long wait we had for the Carter Five, and I remember when it dropped. It was a 
a lot of mixed reviews. Some people liked it. Some people didn't like it. I liked it. I think it was a good album, especially that Kendrick Lamar song. I think it was pretty crazy. And also, he had a song with X. And I'm a fan with anything that has X in it. So, uh, what you, you what do you think of the Carter Five first? Did you like it? Uh, yes, I did. But I'm just a fan of Eminem too. So mm-hmm. it's like yeah, pretty much anything. Like I'm one of those is I'll vouch for his style for what he's doing and also what yeah. he will put it together how he's supposed to. Yeah. Even if people like some people don't even like his voice for real. So it's like then you ain't even paying attention to what he's saying for real. Yeah. Lyrically, he be going crazy. He put mm-hmm. that logic together. Like he's gonna tell you what it is and break it down for real. If you pay attention to his YouTube or sometimes the SoundCloud, like one thing that he, uh, he, I don't think he made a goal of it, but he started doing, which I always thought was crazy, was he literally be taking a lot of other rappers' beats and be rapping over them, making his own remixes yeah. to them, and he be destroying them. That's beats. what like, he, he did. He's uh, crazy. That's what his songs be. Y'all yeah, saying like, you listen yeah. to Wayne for real? He gonna, yeah, he gonna tear it up. He, he gonna, gonna show you how you're supposed to sure. do it for real. Yeah. Like, Alright, um, next thing we got, uh, this is a little something that I thought was pretty interesting. Um, so 21 Savage was um, defending himself on Twitter, um, basically was saying, uh, he was basically saying not trying not to make me one-dimensional, because um, people were kind of talking about his lyrics and how violent they are, and one thing he said that I thought was very interesting was he said, rap is not a manual to life. And I feel like that's a very interesting thing, because I feel like I know a lot of people and just see on social media these days, people will take what people are saying, rap lyrics, and all that kind of stuff, and try to live by those mottos, or live by what they say, and do those things as well. So, now what do you think of rap being a manual to some people's lives? Um, I feel like this is kind of even how we discussed last episode, about how, how people live their lives, or what even is produced when they say it, it doesn't have to be integrated into lifestyle. Like, you don't have to keep putting those things together. It's not a manual. It's not the way you should live your life. Like, it's an expression, truly. Like, like he's saying, this is this is just what he's doing. Like, don't try to make him one-dimensional is one of the things he said, too. And I think that's, that's really, like, a true statement. You can't just lock in this one part of life. But people talk about everything anything in their songs and if that's the case then you don't have the freedom to say nothing yep I think um, I think that's really yeah I messed with that sentence I think that's really true like you kind of just gotta kind of live your own life um yeah and just to kind of get the real tweet out he basically was saying the song is for entertainment it's not an instruction manual on how to live life um, in real life I give away a lot of money and spread financial literacy to my community Stop trying to make me one dimensional. Um, yeah. I think, I think that's also a big hard call to people not realizing what p- good people do as well. Like um, a lot of these rappers, you know, although there are some people that we know that have their money and don't give it to nobody. A lot of the people that are in the higher echelon of life that are very, very rich. But we have rappers who, you know, they're rich, but in the grand scheme of the world's money, they ain't, they ain't the ri- they ain't affluent. They ain't the richest, richest. So. The fact that they are still giving their money back and doing those kind of things really kind of shows and proves the point to, you know, that what they rap about is what they rap about, but they're still yeah. good people in life. They still do different things to their city and use their money for good, you know. Right. doesn't represent the character. Yeah, so. exactly. Nipsey Hussle. Like, he's going to get a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That's what he's doing. Like, he's deserving it. It's, you know, 
And also, that's funny we talked about music too, because I saw a little, um, um, two things actually. First off, uh, I saw that Drake, um, basically Nicki Minaj was saying that Drake's actually is a billionaire, but he's basically trying to hide from people and not let people know that he's a billionaire. You think Drake's a billionaire? Just yeah. a little small, quick side question. Think he's a billionaire? Think he made that much money? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's very true. It's very true. You don't even know Drake a part of something. Got an ownership, part of the team, head of the staff, involved in some way. Yep, he's pulling in millions. Dang, wow. Uh, what else? I got oh, this is also something funny. Um, R. Kelly. Um, I didn't know this, but uh. It looks like, yeah, R. Kelly had twenty eight thousand on his commissary fund, and basically the federal government took it all and left him only five hundred. So, yeah, he's trying to make himself. That's right. They said, oh, he's actually asked on suicide watch. Crazy. So that was funny. So funny, I mean. Um, and then next up we're gonna go kinda what's going on. We got uh Bobby Schmurder. So uh yeah, for anyone not familiar with Bobby Schmurder, he uh made a very popular song, Hot Nigga, and then he ended up going to jail. Yeah, that's that's nice. You know, a lot of people know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he ended up going to jail. Uh, been gone for a long, long time, and now he's as he's came out. I'm back. Yeah, he came out, made a few songs, and now he's claiming that, um, basically he doesn't make drill music. He doesn't want to follow the crowd. Um, he said he doesn't want to be put in that category. He said he makes uh, dance music. Is that what he said? Yeah, he said he doesn't make drill music. Uh, he makes dance music. Yeah. So he wants everybody to dance. Wants everybody to dance. Um, he says when you associate drill, you should mean Chief Keith. He said his shit's dancing music. He said oh, it's just gonna be dancing. <laughs> Everything you want to do is going to dance too. He said I'm loving the word dance. Yeah, he said drill music is dark music. <laughs> he said my shit is more music to dance, but it's real warrior music. It's <laughs> champion music. Oh my god, alpha music. Wow, it's schmurder music. Wow, and I'm saying that's all schmurder. It's domination. So, yeah, he's just losing his mind, I think. I think that's really boy, all that, that is. boy tripping. Yeah, get, get your boy. Get your mans, man. You tripping. Yeah. Um, it, his, um, interesting, he did drop an album, Ready to Live. Um, or he is going to drop an album called Ready to Live sometime this summer. You know, I know he dropped an EP. I didn't listen to the EP, so. Hoochie Daddy. Yeah, Hoochie Daddy. Yeah, at that point, I think we're just going to kick him out of the mouth. <laughs> I forgot about Hoochie Daddy. Yeah. Um, Blueface. Blueface has been in Champions. the news a lot lately. Um, you a fan of Blueface? Nah. Bust down Tatiana? That was strange to me. You don't like that? No, it wasn't good at all. What about the other song he did after that? Um, he, did, he did too, man. I'm right, it was two because one of them went good too. I don't know. 
Former quarterback, 6'3". Don't describe like him like that. <laughs> he won a VAT award for Best New Artist. Or he was nominated. That says something. It says people like a catchy song. Oh, Respect My Crippin'. That's what it was. Um, now I remember. Yeah, he had thought he had Cardi B and Thamar G. He got to number eight on Billboard Hot 100. He's still living off that money for sure. Um, but I remember one thing that happened in the news that I never noticed but I forgot about was... Um, he actually had gotten to a beef with his mom and his sister or something like that. Mm-hmm. Kicked him out the house, blah, blah. Um, and then basically he said he lost his mom to the internet. Um, and I think his mom basically was claiming that he was um, prostituting. Um, and basically prostituting his girlfriend, um, Krishan Rock, mm-hmm. who some people are also probably familiar with. Um, yeah, I think this whole situation is just more, you know, Drama. It's just funny stuff added on to all this because I think it's just crazy what's going on with this whole Kashan Rock and Blueface thing. Mm-hmm. They're pretty wild. The, from the tooth to the neck tattoo. You know, but in the end, you know, she's paying her to leave. Yeah. Well, trying to. She Still together. Hey, she just said on Twitter today that he, he asked, to be, asked her to be his girlfriend. Wow. So, so this was all pretty girlfriend. Yeah. That's super sick. Yeah, they were just talking. Ah, uh, that's ah, that's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> that's terrible. So, but yeah, um, if y'all ever get a chance on Twitter, um, actually, really, it might be on YouTube. There's another, there's a um YouTuber named Ross Ross Five Thousand, something like that. Um, basically, in his YouTube, he has Blueface on because you know Blueface used to play football, so he likes to come on his little football YouTube and do things. Um, and basically, Krishan was on there, and. When I tell you, Blueface handed her off the ball on this run play. She, doop, doop, touchdown. She needed to be in the NFL, straight running back. She was going crazy, which I think she used to run track and field. That's actually how I ended up on her Twitter, and I saw the thing about her getting asked to be the girlfriend. So she got some speed on her because she used to be in track, I guess. So she's a little crazy with that. So. Hey, the NFL team needs a running back. Exactly. <laughs> This ain't nothing to do with music, but also speaking of running back, shout out to DeAndre Tory, mm-hmm. UNT. Oh yeah, shout out to bro. Go do your thing. Yeah, go do your thing. Literally. Eagles need somebody. Let's go, Eagles. Let's go, Eagles. <laughs> uh, next up, we don't get into sports. Actually, kind of a nice segue. You know, I don't do this on purpose. <laughs> it's just nice for me. Uh, NFL. So first off, we got Justin Tucker. Um, just agreed to a new contract. Will be the highest paid kicker. Um, I think he's pretty much, yeah, the, besides Adam Benintary, who we can talk about, I think he's pretty much one of the best that's ever did it. So it's good to see him get his money. Um, four year, $24 million, $11.5 million signing bonus, and $17.5 million guaranteed. So, deserved. Get to have some, last yeah. year, he went crazy, especially that. The, I think he didn't he break the record last year for like the longest kickers on campus. It's when he got that 99 on Madden. Like, they upped his ability yeah, 66. and everything. Yeah, yeah he, he, he uh, 66 set yeah. the record. Um, 66 like, yard yeah. field goal over the Detroit Lions, which is ironic because that was Matt Prater on there. Yeah. yeah but I was like, he going crazy. Uh, yeah, he actually went 32 extra points, 35 of 37, 94% on field goals last season, which that season did that six times. And he's been in the league for – he's 32. He's been in the league for – 10 years. So. Respect to Jay Tuck, for real. 
Yeah. You know you get to the goal line, he making it. Mm-hmm. You can depend on him for sure. Best kicker ever. All right, uh, next up, Baker Mayfield. Uh, basically, Panthers are stating that the starting position is his to lose. So it looks like Baker Mayfield will be the starter for the Carolina Panthers come um, this start of the season. How you feel about this? You think Baker basically jump from one team to another to be a starter? I feel like Baker had the potential to be a starter, and he's a young quarterback. So, like, this is his spot to lose. Like, type, like they not lying about it. Like, I feel like this is what it was going to be from the start. If he came to this team, I didn't think he was going to be a backup quarterback. So, Sam Darnold's not starting material? Uh, I wouldn't say he – well, he's not – I have like a upper echelon thought when I be thinking about like people who I would want to think. So in that top quarterback spots, I definitely wouldn't put Sam Darnold up there. But I mean, if you're trying to build a franchise, it's better to go with Baker over Sam right now. Mm-hmm. I think so. They do have Matt Coral. So I guess they're probably going to try to trade Darnold since they got a young quarterback and then someone that can run into Baker. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, they, they did say it was that's what they, they wanted. If they could get a good deal, they would take Sam. I mean, they would give away Sam. So. People don't want his salary, though. $18.9 million. Yeah, no. It's definitely because you can't pay him like he nobody. Yeah, he has starter money, but he's not a starter. He's a backup. Yeah, <sighs> nobody, I don't think nobody really just wanted him that bad either at this point in the season. But uh, basically... The head coach, Matt Rule, is saying the decision won't be made until after week two. So we'll see what they're talking about. You know, I'm a, you know, I like Baker, especially since I seen him do that little video. He was dancing. Hey, hey, you know, I kind of mess with Baker. Baker Yeah, hey, man. Can't respect him. He does his best. He does his best. Um, next up, we got Rokon Smith. He officially requested a trade from the Bears. Um, all pro, middle linebacker. Pretty good. Um, star linebacker. Not all pro. Twenty-five years old, um, eighth pick in the twenty eighteen draft, and uh, he uh, he hasn't received a Pro Bowl nod, but he has been second team All Pro. Um, he has over a hundred tackles, got one hundred more tackles every year, um, fourteen sacks and five interceptions. Uh, so he's pretty much been the leader of their defense. Um, he's been holding it down, kind of in that middle, and basically he said he hasn't been. Um, haven't been like talking to him and they've been like, trying to take they've been trying to take advantage of him and not really focusing on him, so he decided mm-hmm. to leave. I feel like that's a good decision on his part, just because I wouldn't say the the Bears have more of a future for sure than potential contenders right now. So if he could go somewhere and potentially contend and be like a focused player. Mm-hmm. He definitely has the potential to be great for real. And he just don't want to waste his time because it definitely is a good time to be getting to the prime of your career. Yeah. Most definitely. He's off the injury list, so he can hop back on there. Uh, but you're trying to try to keep him and try to convince him. But, you know, it's different from the NBA where even though they request a trade, they might just make him play because they can't find nobody. So we'll see what happens with him. Um, it's most definitely a good time to be – Top top person. A lot of people, linebackers in top positions are being paid out right now. A lot of them. So you can really, if that's what you're really trying to find, make sure you get your value by getting paid the right way. 
I might have to look somewhere else if that's the case. I would take it, honestly. If, that you, is. if you can, because, like, it is time to shine. He can, he can take off. It's not too many, like you said, just superstar yeah. linebackers out there. All right, next up, um, NFL owners have uh, basically are set to approve the sale, which actually probably has happened. I'll put this on later. But um, basically set to approve the sale of $4.6 billion sale of the Broncos to um, different ownership groups, family, I believe, ownership. Yeah, the Walton Tanner Group um, is the highest price paid for a sports franchise, $4.65 billion. So um, basically that's my goal. I'm trying to own the NFL team, so I'll, I'll be good for $10 billion. Buy me a little team. Buy the Cowboys. Fuck Jerry Jones. Um, I turn into a real winning organization. Well, I'm hiring all my homeboys on the coaching staff. (laughs) We're going to reconstruct. We're going to reconstruct America's team. We're going to show y'all how America's team going to be for real. What? Man, don't make me an owner. I'll be going crazy. Um, So so that's kind of just going with that. Um, What do you feel? I think that was a... I mean, obviously, we not the analytics. We don't know exactly the value of a... Football team, but you think that was the appropriate price? Five billion? Would you pay that price? Um, after seeing the Lakers documentary with uh, what you call it, I forgot his name. Oh, but uh, Rock, the guy, Jerry Buss. Yeah, seeing Jerry Buss flip it and do all that, I would just to get the outcome and like really work work it up, like the construction and how you just like. Find out how everything works and really put your faith in your team and you actually get to see the progression. I think it's real cool. Mm-hmm. So well, like, like that really opened my eyes to like what ownership really was does. for real. Yeah. And how it looked and like the risk that you take when you're in ownership. Yeah. Gotta have that. It's based on investment and you gambling, which is why you can understand sometimes when owners be like really can't have this, but yeah. you can have this. You're trying to, yeah, like, this is, like, if they, this is, like, I mean, obviously, they already got the money, but they investing in this. Like, they losing money every time you lose. I mean, they get sales and stuff like that, but, you know, yeah. they want to win in chip. They want to invest in that for real. So. At least have true. Fan, fan base. Yeah, if you don't have no fan base, you're not going to be crazy. Most definitely. Uh, next up, um, NFL says, uh, Grimmie Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers, the GOAT, mm-hmm. a.k.a., um, his use of Ayahu Huzaska. Didn't say that right, but I'm not really trying to figure no, it out. Um, didn't violate the drug policy. Um, basically, um, he revealed that during one of his off-season retreats, um, he drank a uh, hallucinogenic drink known as <laughs> Ayahu Huyaksaha um, in Peru in 2020. And basically, that was actually one of the seasons that he became um, you know, MVP for the Fourth time, uh, so you know, just pretty interesting. Um, it's a rich, realistic, medicinal purpose drink. So, um, I say pretty interesting. You know, they kind of how lax these drug policies are getting. You know, they're kind of really getting with the world. You know, it's slow, and there's still a lot of problems with the NFL, but at least they're doing a few things to get closer, and closer to being. You know, I think a modern organization because I still don't think it's a modern organization right now. What you think? Yeah. Uh, about the shrimp drink. Uh, mm, who knows if it truly affected me. But I do agree with you on your statements about 
the NFL really opening up more and getting more with the times of what's going on. And I also think as long as they're not like enhancing your play on the field or anything like that, then you should be good. Or as long as it's off-season for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, this shouldn't be brought up, I don't think, when you talk about his MVP. Like, this one little drink on his little vacation yeah. took his whole season and made him incredible. It was a retreat. Uh, Trying to get right. Like it didn't do that much to me. Yeah, he is the governor, no matter what. You are correct. Go cheese heads, go, go pack boats. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm bringing this one up because it's a interesting story I saw. Matthew Stafford, so right elbow, which was an injury that happened during the um, Super Bowl, is coming a bigger concern um, for the Rams. Um, Basically, uh, the team had to kind of restructure to a practice schedule, and then um, it's like his um, elbows kind of just still a little bit worried about it. Um, his dad is pretty much one of the best things he has is elite um, talent. So, interesting to see exactly what happens with this elbow and if it ends up healing right. Could it just be some quick and clean? But I think it's not going at the pace that they want him to be at. Um, so, yeah, how do you feel? How does this injury would affect? Um, Stafford. Um, a serious injury could mean a tough start for the Rams. Yeah. Because I think a quarterback is essential to the team. Yeah. I mean, they do have receivers, and we're still trying to see if Odell is going anywhere. So, but still, they need somebody to be able to get the ball out and work. And if he can't be there to start, that's a problem. But I do feel like if something is truly wrong with him, it is effective to go ahead and, like, try to do whatever is necessary. So, like, the time can pass already, and he can play when it's important. He did get a shot in March. So, he got a little anti-inflammatory shot. Basically, the injury is called thrower's elbow. That's what um, Ian Rapport described it as, which usually only baseball pitchers get, which is why this Mm -hmm. is so interesting because it's not really an injury that – a quarterback has it's that normal, so mm-hmm. they're trying to figure out what they're going to kind of get with it, and they're kind of just slowly moving him back. Um, he did throw in his last practice about 40 or 50 times, so he is taking practicing, but he's not in the team activities, he's kind of just by himself, kind of just getting back right. Mm-hmm. We'll see if he, can, he has pain, if he has pain still when September comes around for start of the season. I was about to say, he said, he, I feel like I can make any throw I wanted to, but I'm just trying to be smart, so. Mm-hmm. We feel confident in seeing like, but yeah. we will see for sure. We will see. All right, next up we got um, seven NFL teams most likely to disappoint this season. I thought it was a pretty funny article mm-hmm. by uh, Bleacher bum, Report. Bum, bum, bum. So we're gonna go down this list and kind of just see. Bum, 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 bum. So Cardinals—they're one of the first ones. They're predicted to win eight point five this win this season. So they're also going by win. Like projections of what their bet or what the betting people are saying they're going to win this season. Um, so they got Kyle Murray back, so that's not really what's going on. But they did lose Chandler Jones. Um, they're saying JJ Watt's pretty old, so probably still there's a chance of him getting hurt. And as we currently said, all of his receivers are pretty much out. Um, Marquise Brown, he's still in jail, I believe, or he might have been out by now. 
basically they still have that whole thing going on with him doing his DUI. Um, and DeAndre Hopkins is still out. It's going to be out for the first six games with a PED violation. So mm-hmm. all they got is going to be Christian Kirk, who is their, is their number one tight end, but he's only he's 30 and he's not the greatest. So um, we'll see exactly what happens with them this um, season start. Um, I think they got some potential. It's just if they had all their pieces together, which right now, not together. And that defense is a little slow, too, I will say. Um, next to number two, Dallas Cowboys. They're projected to win 10. Um, they have one of the highest win percentages in football. Um, and basically, right now, they have a few injuries. Um, Michael Gallup's out right now with an ACL tear yeah. he had in January. So we'll see when he comes back. He's still not out. I mean, he's still out, so it's just CeeDee Lamb. Um, made a pickup with James Washington. He hurt his foot, so he's out. Fractured his foot, actually. So right now they have their rookie they got in the third round and CeeDee Lamb as wide receiver one and two. Um, they did lose um, Tyron Smith. Yeah, he broke his hamstring. Yep. And they also released Lyle Collins and Connor Williams. So... Romans, not where it is it used to be either. Juju going too. Yeah, a lot of a lot of different things going on. Um, they still got Ezekiel, um, and t- they're gonna use Tony Pollard. So we're gonna see exactly what they have. Um, and you know, if y'all wanted someone to hate Ezekiel Elliott's contract extension is the reason they don't have money to do anything. So blame Ezekiel. Um, next up, number three, Green Bay Packers rejected to win number eleven. Um, yeah, basically just saying we lost Devontae Adams, which, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, and, and, we, and we lost our offensive coordinator, so we're going to see exactly what happens. But we still have Alan Lazard, Randall Cox, and Watkins, and Christian Watson. Mm-hmm. Once Christian Watson gets back after his knee injury, we're going to see who we're working with. I mean, in the end, like I said, Aaron Jones is going to have a great, great, great year. Same with A.J. Dillon. You're going to have to. you got to have the GOAT. You're going to have the GOAT. Um, Indianapolis Colts, 10 win projection. Um, yeah, they still have Jonathan Taylor, so they'll always be seems to watch. And I'm going to catch a few Colts games just because of that. Um, hopefully, Michael Pittman Jr. steps up, but that's kind of it. Parrish Campbell, label uh, as a disappointment. Um, and then they also have a rookie. So we'll see exactly what their um, receivers are talking about. And, you know, they still have. Carson Wentz at quarterback, so. Oh, I forgot. They have Matt Ryan. Never mind. Yeah, they have Matt Ryan. We'll see what Matt Ryan's talking about. It's just going to be too crazy in the AFC. Yeah. Oh, they're NFC. Oh, Colts? I'm tripping. I'm talking about the Falcons because I'm Matt Ryan. That's me. AFC, AFC. Even though Matt Ryan sucks. Damn. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. Uh, yeah, Ryan washed up. <laughs> Last season was pretty bad. Falcons, that's why they traded him. So we'll see. They have a lot of holes for sure. Um, Kansas City Chiefs, ten point five win projected. Yeah, yeah basically they lost they Tyreek lost. Hill, and I feel like yes, they have replacements, but I don't think no one's gonna be. We'll see. Maybe someone can take Tyreek's spot and just be that fast, like field spreader who just leaves things open for Travis or who gets 
over or past safeties because they're too busy looking at Travis Kelsey. I'm talking about um, one of the best tight ends. Yeah, I was gonna say they're gonna force it on Kittle. I mean Kelsey for real now because yeah. he's like really the top threat for sure. And then Tyran gone on defense, but they did get Justin Reed. So I mean he is kind of a replacement, but Honey Badger just got that that experience with them and stuff too. So I just wonder how it's gonna look. Yeah. So we'll see who all these receivers are going to be when it comes to who's wide receiver one, two, three. Um, so we'll kind of see. They did get Justin Reed. Um, we'll see what he can do. He's a very good safety. So we can kind of see what he picks up with since they lost Tyran. And uh, yeah, really just trying to see. You know, they basically just filled the holes that that left, then really filling up the holes they had. Um, so they still kind of have the issues that they had last season, which was. Um, I think also, I think Pat Mahomes got a little too cocky. I think he's been going a little too crazy. This is my opinion. I feel like he kind of started throwing the ball in crazy ways, trying to prove that he can do them crazy throws and just throwing picks. And I feel like he kind of been getting a little just cocky lately. I was listening to today that he was, for his reasoning why they lost against the Bengals, he was saying that they um, weren't playing to win like as, as a whole, like the whole team. Mm-hmm. Um, but the people that were talking was basically saying that it was more on him. Like, mm-hmm. He the one that went for I think they went for it for fourth down or something like that before mm-hmm. the game ended and went no went to halftime and that kind of messed up their whole confidence because it just what happened they didn't get it and different things like that so I think it's a lot of things I think especially with the Chiefs you gotta just see what Pat Mahomes is gonna do and if he really can put that offense together because it is the receivers of course but he's the one throwing that ball if he gonna keep you know playing around with he like he does sometimes we might have to see what he's gonna really do this season still top five for sure but. It's not about if he's capable, it's if he can do it for real. We know he can do it. So, yeah. Um, next up, oh, also they have the most difficult strip of schedule. I forget that division is pretty stacked. Oh, yeah. They got Russell, they got Herbert. Yeah. And they got, let's see. Who's the third quarterback they have? It was uh, Pat Russell, Herbert, and then the last quarterback. The Raiders. Oh yeah, yeah, Raiders. Derek Carr. Yeah. yeah, so all four. Who just got details? Yeah, yeah, and Chandler Jones, and so their defense going crazy. Yeah, it's gonna be very interesting. Very interesting. So we'll see what they talking about. <laughs> Pats, eight point five wins. Um, Mac Jones, you a Mac Jones believer? Um, I wouldn't say I'm a believer, but I would say. He can fit their scheme, and they don't have a terrible coach. So they can win games and do what they need to to make playoffs. Okay. Okay. So, all right, we're going to um, kind of see what they can do. Um, like, they really don't have no more weapons. It's pretty much the same people they had last year. They have Devontae Parker now and a rookie named Ty Taekwon Thornton. So we'll see. None of them are likely to step out, so they're gonna have to just prove us wrong at this point. Prove yeah, me wrong. They and they offensive coordinator love too, which is a new coach of the Broncos. No, the Raiders, I believe, Josh McDaniels. So uh, he did even go to a replacement actually, which is pretty crazy when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, or someone in the same division, I mean. So it's gonna be Bill Belichick and uh, Matt Patricia calling offensive plays. Um, so we'll kind of just see what's going on. Um, and they also lost defense too, so. And they go, and they got the Jets and the Dolphins in that division. So it's not looking too good for the Patriots. 
but they value themselves on defense. So we're just gonna see what the defense talking about. I was about to say they've been like you said they got the same team from last year. They definitely wasn't one of the best teams last year either. Of course, so. they got the job done. As far as they needed to, they had a rookie quarterback too. Yeah, uh, Tennessee Titans nine wins. Uh, lost AJ Brown. Got Traylon Burks. Um, yeah. Still got Derrick Henry, so yeah. I was going to be on the King Henry's back, so it didn't really matter what's going to happen at that point. Um, and we just got to see what Ryan Tannehill's talking about, if he's still there, because they also lost Julio, so it's just yeah. trailing Burks. Hey, Julio just head tapped somebody today. Get up! Yeah. And it was the Dolphins player. <laughs> Y'all suck. Russell Gage got hurt, so I guess y'all saw something coming and just replaced nah, him. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, everybody getting hurt. Mike We're talking about just the Bucks, got by hurt the way. too. Yeah. Mike Evans. Yeah. yeah. He didn't get seriously hurt. And then they said they don't know what's wrong with Russell Gage, but somebody else got hurt too, and they said it was just like uh, he had uh, cramps. I was like, come on, bro. You ain't even hurt. Don't put your cramps in the injury report. Go stretch, bro. Mm, Take, get in the ice bath, yeah, bro. Cramps is crazy. All right, so this next one is um made big news today. If you're an NBA fan, you probably have heard about it. Um, Kevin Durant flew to London and met with the owner of the Brooklyn Nets, um, Joe Sy, and basically um, gave my ultimatum that either the owner's going to have to trade Kevin Durant, because he did request a trade earlier this <laughs> summer, or fire the head coach, which is Steve Nash, and the GM, which is Sean Marks. Um, basically told him, either him or me. Either them or me. Um, which, pretty interesting, considering a lot of different keys in here is that Kevin Durant did support um, Steve Nash at the end of the season. Um, talking about like that he's doing a great job, what he's working with, and he's doing the best he can. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, it's pretty interesting that he's going to, you know, this was one, saying it's him or me, and basically asking for these people to be fired. Um, one theory I saw, which I kind of agree with, and I kind of can see it because I just feel like KD is kind of a weirdo like that. He, he might be doing this just to force the dude to trade him because he just really wants to be traded. Because if he wasn't getting traded, he was going to stay on that team for sure. And he was going to just play. He basically kind of forced the owner's hand because ain't no way you're going to let me stay on the team that I just yeah. Ted fire the coach and the GM. Like, they ain't gonna want to talk to me at all. For me, that's like, what I'm saying. Cool like, just being another team, I would have to look at this situation and be like, he can't play for me. Yeah. Like, that's disrespectful. Uh, top two people, and looks like the only two people really in this race right now is Sixers and the Celtics. Which is crazy because it's both for East teams. Like, it's just pe- people in the East trading for each oh other. Oh my gosh. This is. Sydney Especially Sixers would be James very interesting. Just got sent to yeah. That's, 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 following each that's other. another thing of the Kyrie. They keep for following sure. each other. That's another thing of the Kyrie for sure. Let's see if they do it again because the Thunder was the original James yeah. and Russell too. But Russell don't. They yeah, don't they got Embiid. Yeah. Good replacement. <laughs> James can be point guard. Swampful. Oh, yeah. KD and, and Joel. KD no. can really just be on the perimeter. KD needs to stay on the Nets. He's getting traded, bro. They're not going to fire Steve Nash. Oh, they're not going to? 
you gonna play if you think you're gonna talk to us like this. They they thinking about how they're gonna come hard on him, what they're gonna do to him for embarrassing them this publicly. Like <laughs> this wasn't even supposed to get out in the news. They said like, they could punish him. They wasn't supposed to show this to the world. Like that is crazy. The GM and the coach. Who do you think you are? <laughs> like crazy but alright um, so we'll see what happens with that um, I'm thinking thinking well hopefully I want to see KD on a new team but just cause at this point they ain't doing nothing on a new team even if they stay they're not winning so might as well just trade them let it be Ben's team at the Nets Kyrie out of there too get him to the Lakers and we have Oh my God. Lakers, ver- Lakers versus KD Lakers versus KD and James and Embiid in the finals. We're not going for that. <laughs> we going back to back. Hey, uh, yeah, going back to so back. Okay, Golden State. Hey. Sure. Hey. Yeah, yeah, be that would be a tough wall for them to throw over. So we're gonna be waiting. <laughs> I'm living. Um, blockbuster NBA trades that can still happen this season. Um, basically, kind of just a really a reminder on players that are still tradable and still kind of getting shopped around. Um, Mike Conley possibly gets sent to the Jazz. Um, Donovan Mitchell, yeah, really, you know, the Jazz are kind of getting rid of the ship, so it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like I said, Kyrie to the Lakers. I think that'd be a real nice pick. Also, Westbrook to the Jazz. Three-team trade. Um, Hawks trying to get uh, KD. John Collins hunting. Oh, yeah, I would do this trade if I was the Hawks. (laughs) Yeah, that would be nice. Or KD to the Heat. Oh, this trade's crazy. This trade's crazy. This trade's not happening. This trade's crazy. That's crazy. Do you um any trades that you've heard or that you've seen that you think you really want to happen? Any of those trades I said you want to happen? Um, honestly, really, probably. Uh, they're all pretty sweet. Yeah, they are. They are pretty sweet. I was gonna say, I'm, I'm, I'm with you for sure. I'm with you for sure. I yeah, I was gonna say everybody like it only goes either incredibly crazy or it's not happening at this point. Yeah, that is very true. Like yeah, I do want to see Donovan Mitchell get traded though. I want to see get traded to the Heat. So hopefully that Heat trade happens. It's him, Bam, and. Um, ben, and Joe, not Joe, Jimmy. They're flipping the little trios, and they still need big threes. They need more. Need big threes. All right. Um, Paolo ben, Benchero um, had a little words with my boy Dejounte Murray. Recently traded boy, to the Hawks. Dejounte Murray do the most. Hey, you saw what he said, man. Boy, boy got humble. I mean, he's not humble. He started acting different because he didn't became first pick and all. Boy, didn't even step a foot on NBA court for real. He talking too much smack. 
I lock him up. No, did you watch the game? Yeah, this he, is he was doing he's too disrespectful. Yes, yeah, Murray. He's been on the show. He's been on the show. He's been on the show. Like, it's just unnecessary. He's been on the show for the kids. He's doing too much for the kids. Yeah, he said. Bro, he, he said he, the NBA. If he don't get to see NBA players play for real, they can't get into the stadium. So we we got to do pro am. We told the NBA players do pro am. Let the people see what they can't see for real because they can't get to the stadium. The extra shit he be doing is not no. <laughs> I'm trying to get the show for the crowd. It's chill out, bro, before I punch you. Like, <laughs> he's doing the most in these program games. It's a video of every week. He's wilding out. He needs to get a grip. You need to come down for the season for real. <laughs> See, the Spurs talking about. Wait, he don't play for the Spurs anymore. No, he, he and the Hawks. Hawks. Trey Young. Yeah. You don't see what the Hawks talking about. Yeah. We're really not, though. So. We're not. Probably once, twice for sure. Yeah, twice for sure. Uh, next up, um, ranking the seven worst decisions of the 2020 NBA offseason. <laughs> um, so first one, Warriors letting Gary Payton Jr. and Otto Porter Jr. walk. Uh, not Jr., but Gary Payton was second and Otto Porter Jr. walk. Um, that's pretty crazy. Well, not crazy, I think. I don't think so. I mean, y'all don't. Y'all bench is pretty Sick now, but I mean, I had to I get some paper. I think it's pretty much the same. Like there yeah, were some good role players. Yeah, they were good role players, and they came in and did their part. Uh, Otto definitely was a shooter, and then Gary was hustling hard, getting rebounds, getting the putbacks. But with Dante, we got a two-way shooter, and Jermichael Green gonna hustle just the same. And those are the two we lost. So with them coming in, I think we perfectly fine. And then uh, Wiseman back too, so we got a big man, a big man that can actually play for real. So I feel like we're in the perfect position to get some more. And then we kept all our young boys. Like we still got Jordan Poole, we still got Moses, we still got um, Kaminga. Yeah. Like. The full team is still there. Y'all three are still solid. It's going to be interesting to see what what happens, but y'all really are still solid last year. Um, Gary Harris, two-year, $26 million contract. Um, basically kind of a weird gamble and bill the magic for, for him, but um, one thing that's suggested is he might be getting traded soon. It's kind of just a way to <laughs> get set up for when he gets traded in a few months, so mm-hmm. we'll see. I mean, I'm not really a big Gary Harris fan. He kind of he was good for a little bit, but he's kind of really started slacking since he's been on his own over there for a while. I don't think they're gonna play too much anyway, just because they got them little small guards. Mm-hmm. But he could test the flow a little bit just to help Paolo start going crazy for real. <laughs> he needs some guards around him. Yeah, he can move. Pass the ball up. Send the game plan. Kick it to Paolo. Kick it to Paolo. And shoot. Yeah. yeah his shoe's not good, though. <laughs> um, Marvin Bagley also has been kind of bitten on by the Detroit Pistons. Getting very, you know, they had um, re-signed him for, I think it was, what was it? Oh, three years, $37.5 million deal. Um, so, might be a little pricey for him, you know, but... He could. He was a number two overall pick, and there's a lot of 
things going on on that team. So maybe he can kind of stamp himself as a starting center. Power forward, actually, you know, they did just get Jalen Duran and they got a few other players, Isaiah Stewart, Kelly Olenek, Nero's Noel. So they have a few people that he might be sharing minutes with or competing for minutes with. Be Bagley. Good old Mar. Really, King days. The only thing about Bagley is he does get hurt. So there is times where you you can't know if you can depend on him or not. So that's really like the big factor in it for me. Like him staying healthy. Because that's a lot of money for a player that is getting injured. And I see that's why the problem in like if you are trying to pay for him, you gotta pay that price, and you don't know if you want to take or not. Yeah, I guess uh, the Pistons said we can see who he's talking about. <laughs> um, Lakers hang it on the Russell Westbrook. You a friend of Russ? I think uh, I, th- I think Russ. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know I don't like Russ. Oh, well, not yeah. a Russ fan. I'm thinking he is a bad season for him. I'm thinking we can see what he's talking about next season. And Russ gone. He's not going to be as bad as he was this season for sure. He's going to at least be able to hold it down and distribute it to LeBron and AD, and AD will be able to hold it down. So I think that's really what it's kind of what's going to happen this season. We'll see. It does start, It does depend on Russ, though. Darvin Ham has put his faith in him, so we got to see what he does and if he gives into that faith for real. Is he going to be able to make a shot? I mean, he might not just need to shoot. Okay. I feel Drive like and kick. That's LeBron, though. He the one driving and kicking when people was missing shots. LeBron was doing his part. Mm-hmm. So, that's what he needs to be doing. Getting somewhere into that, that offensive bag is what he needs to grind. Yeah, the he, passive is cool, but, I mean, he be getting turnovers and missing shots. That's true. He needs to get that shot back together. I saw him. He missed in practice. Rebuild it. it Rebuild it fully. He he made some threes a little bit better when he was with the Wizards and the Thunder. He was mini king for the Rockets. Dunk master. (laughs) Nah, for real. I always dunk master. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can dunk master. Hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just. <laughs> Lastly, Wizards Supermax deal for Bradley Beal. Um, think that was a disappointment. Or you think he deserved that money? How much was it? Uh, Supermax, it was 57.1 million for, what's it, two years? And it's to the Pacers? Yeah. None of the Pacers, the Wizards. Oh, yeah. I think that was a smart move by him because he is, like, their leader. He performed well last season. I'm not a huge Bradley Beal fan, but he was hooping. And I think if anybody else is going to get paid on the team, it has to be him. Like, They're saying it is a mistake, but a lot of people are saying it was a mistake. He hurt, and apparently, point he's his the point differential is still negative when he's on the court. So, 
I mean, it is a little bit if you're someone that just reads stats, but I think yeah. ability wise, he does have it. He just needs to be on the better team. Like, even, you can't do it by yourself. And he yeah, was yeah. even doing it by himself. Yeah. For a little bit. He was scoring 50 a game at some point. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was definitely going crazy, but. We'll see. As the future will tell. Yep. Um, next up, six top remaining 2022 NBA free agents. Uh, I, I pretty much just say, you know, you say if you think they should. First, say what team you want them to be on or you would like to see them on. And, well, then that let us know if you think he should be signed. And Marcus Aldridge. Uh, does he have any options of where he's supposed to, where, where he could go? Uh, he's 36 and not really. But he still has, you know, he's still got potential. He can still go. I mean, Aldridge was stooping. Wasn't he on the Celtics last yeah, year? Yeah, he was on the Nets. Nets. And he Ooh. shot 55%. Oh, man. From last season from the field. It's pretty automatic. I don't even know if he should even go. I think he should stay with the Nets. For sure. if, if everyone stays. But if no one stays, Billy just signed to a team that needs a little backup power forward. Yeah, try to get you a ring. I'm gonna say yeah, where wherever you from? Let me go back to Atlanta, somewhere. Shit, I don't know where you from. And that's also the same. Well, I think Carmelo's similar. I think he should stay with his team too. I think he should stay with the Lakers. Yeah, might as well. Might as well, Melo. As long as LeBron and Melo need to be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and whenever LeBron leaves, Melo, it's time to retire. Yep. Thirty-seven point five from three. Word. That's your buddy right now. Because if LeBron get another one, Melo get another one. Yep. <laughs> That's what he trying to ride out. And then last, we got Colin Sexton. Um, he's likely coming back to Cleveland, so we'll see what happens with that. I guess we'll be playing adjacent to Darius Garland, which is maybe a possibility. Two all-star guards going crazy. Well, Colin ain't all-star, but Colin has proved he can do what he can do. 20-plus points. Always. And this is the last two seasons. Um, I'm a fan. I think he should go. Well, I think Mari has said uh, an episode that he was here. Seeing him with the Timberwolves wouldn't be bad. Yeah. That could work. It's a possibility. I can see that. That'd be nice. Solid team. Uh, Dennis Schroeder, but I don't think no one's thinking of Dennis Schroeder. But <laughs> yeah, mm, I'm not picking. This end, he's kind of one of the players that if Durant gets traded, he might go where Durant goes, just because they might need a backup if they oh. give away everybody. Uh, well, that's true. Yeah, I think that's also the same for Trez, but also I think Trez is in jail, so I don't think he might. He has felony drug charges. Wow. Yeah. Trillions out of Bye bye, Hornets. He was on the Hornets? Yeah. Dang. It's just on the Wizards. Yeah. That's last. Uh, last thing that I talked about, something I wanted to mention because I am a Kanye Stan. Jesus. Uh, Kim K and Pete Davidson broke up. It's, it's tough. Um, <laughs> how do you feel? Um, 
it's just crazy because I saw their show and how she built up a relationship and how she felt about it and it just ended and finding out about it was kind of a interesting moment. I was like, dang, I, love I wonder what happened for real. All those tattoos, all that just really was very weird. And what tattoos? He got he got I think her name tattooed on him. Kids' names. They got kids together? T. Davidson, no. Kevin, her and Kanye's kids. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get the exact, but yeah, he got he got some crazy tattoos. That's crazy. Yeah, it was a tattoo. But he had a tribute tattoo to her. So... How long were they together? For like two years? Or a year and a half? It wasn't even that. It was not long. It was not long at all. 28 year old going crazy. Um, they were dating nine months. Oh my gosh. Damn, fell in love with a cougar. Mm, yeah. Crazy too. I just thought about that. Because she is 41. That's just 41. <laughs> Yeah, so he got tattoos on him. Oh. I hope they have good lives. Yeah. Yeah. Not anymore. They broke up. I'm talking about good lives separately. Oh, yeah. Right. Good. Yeah. Get back with Kanye. That's all I need to do. <laughs> I'll get back with Kanye. This is Kanye crazy, man. Hey, why do you think Drake made a song? You gotta get Kanye crazy. That's real dedication. That's real love. It's mm-hmm. real passion. All right. On that note, I think it might be time to end this off. Uh, thank y'all for tuning in to this latest episode of the PG-13+. Plus. You know, we're going to keep on coming out. Keep on appreciating the support. Um, I mean, hit us up on all social medias. Give us good reviews. And submit your questions in on that link tree. It's going to be in the bio of this episode. And uh, y'all have a good night. Appreciate y'all. Thank you.